Welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, the robed man with no shirt and pants. I'll never tell. John Wayne, that's right. Here I am. John Wayne, thank you for joining me, everybody. I'm back. 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 In Wayne Manor, of course, where I reside, in the West Wing now. Uh, if you've been playing along with us in the studio of evil, studio of evil. That's right, coming direct to you from the studio of evil, studio evil city. Uh, I hope everyone's doing great. Thanks for joining me again. Like I said, I've got a nice uh, piping cup of coffee here, drinking this out of my Spellman Mortuary uh, mug this episode. Thanks uh, to Christopher Triana for that, my good buddy. Uh, he knows I love me some Sabrina the Teenage Witch, so um, uh, he gave me that. So thank you so much. I've got a, a nice ice-cold Topo Chico. I took it out of the fridge freezer box, and it's all clouded over with condensation. Um, but even more so clouded over with uh, not condensation is this big, oh, green bowl of grandpappy medicine loaded up in the big green bong, the green lantern. That's right, folks. Still hitting it on this bong, going strong, uh, like King Kong, and let's do one, uh, let's just have a little bong hit for, you know, for posterity and for everybody who, uh, who can't take a bong hit. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, all right, that one got you. Uh, it's been another great week, a great week of, uh, being uh being around for another year um as you know thank you again to everyone for the birthday wishes last week uh through social media and messaging i very much appreciate it you guys rule and uh yeah it's been a, it's been an awesome awesome week but before we get going i just got to say it's the first of the month. Wake up, wake up, wake up, pleasure checks and get up. You know what that means. First of the month, I give a shout out to all of my Patreon supporters. Uh, I do have a Patreon out there. If you know or don't know, it's at patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. You could join one of the tiers I have on there for all kinds of goodies, but uh, every tier gets you access to the other weekly podcast I do, the Awesome Dude for Life Boner bonus podcast, available only on my Patreon, where I talk to artists from around the country that I know about all their good things going on. But without further ado, let me shout out, first of all, a new subscriber, a new supporter. Welcome. Thank you so much. Major shouts out. You know her. You love her. Sadie, Mother Horror. That's who it is. Thank you so much for joining and, and the support. And shouts out to you. And uh, I will be watching your show this week with Chris and... Uh, Kenzie Jennings, and it's going to be great. Christopher Triana and Kenzie Jennings will be on Mother Horror Show. Check her out uh, on the 2nd, February 2nd. So that's going to be, if you're listening to this day it comes out, then it's going to be the day after that. So anyway, shouts out to you, Mother Horror. Thank you so much. Shouts out to Rodney. Thanks, dude. Rodney, last name redacted. I appreciate you, man, so much. Shouts out to you. I thank you for the support. Uh, Brian, the great and powerful Keen, thank you so much, dude, for all you do, for all your support. I love you much. Thank you so much. Shouts out to you. Lucas Milleron, shouts out, my man. I hope you're uh, smoking it up. Smoke on for all of us. I'll see you out there soon, man. Shouts out to you. 
Tony, Katoni, Kentucky Tony Evans, my man, Anthony, uh, Antiana, Indiana. I'm trying to come up with another name. He's across the river, but he'll always be in Kentucky in my heart. I love you, brother. Keep up the good work, dude. I'll talk to you soon. Carrie, Lil Kamianale. Hey, strap it on like Sheila, girl. That's my sister. Shouts out. I love you. Thank you. Check out uh, Feeling Fit with Carrie on Instagram. I do yoga now twice a week, everybody. I've moved up to two a weeks on my yoga believe it or not, and uh, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Charles, the animal steel, what's up, my brother, a.k.a. at Funko Hunter 803. I love you, dude. I cannot wait to uh, to see you out there and uh, in Atlanta. Thanks again for those stickers, brother. I appreciate you. Shouts out. David McCoy, shouts out for you, my man. I love you so much. Thanks so much for the support, dude. I can't wait to see you in the bar again out there and, and share a beer with you. Jay Wright, what is up, my man? Thank you so much. Shouts out to you, dude. I hope you're doing well. I hope the house is still coming along and those dogs are doing great. Oscar Garcia, shouts out, my man. My former co-worker, my form, one of my former bosses uh, from another Mosses. But uh, I love you, man. And a happy late birthday to you as well. Shouts out to Dustin Hendricks, my man. What's up, dude? Hope everything is well. Uh, married life is going great. Your your writing is going well. And uh, and I look forward to seeing you when I can get out of this, this godforsaken state. Shouts out. Alicia and Chris Stamps. Shouts out, my friends. I love you guys so, so much. You rule. I, I, I'm so looking forward to seeing you again. Thank you for all your support. David Bernadites, what's up, my man? Hey, dude, I'm like two weeks away from seeing your handsome face and kissing it probably with a mask on, responsibly. I'll put two masks on. But you know, I'll be up at Mad Monster Party here in Charlotte uh, in a couple weeks, and I'll see you there, man. I appreciate you so much uh, for all your support. Sh- Shouts out to Jared Barbie, uh, co-head uh, editor at Death Said Press. Thank you for your support, brother. I love you so much. Charles, uh, no, you don't go by, oh yeah, Charles Chadwick, I almost said, I have Burt Stanton on here still, uh, but you don't go by that anymore, Burt Stanton speaking. Charles, what's up, man? Shouts out to you out there in Portland, man. I cannot wait to see you, and we gotta have our Vegas vacation, baby. Amy Torres McCoy, ah, I love you. I love your smile. I love your laugh. I love everything about you. You're the best. I can't wait to see you soon. Shouts out to my Maza Judy Madil. Thank you, mom, for everything. Yeah, real. Uh, shouts out to Mary Beecher. Thank you for the birthday wishes. I can't wait to get back up to Chicago and see you. Shouts out. Thank you so much. John Rodney, you rule. Thank you, man. You're an awesome dude for life. I cannot uh, thank you enough for all your support. I appreciate it. Tim Feely, what's up, my dude? Hope you're doing well out there, you know, slinging it for everybody. I appreciate you, man. You're a bad motherfucker. Shannon Bradner, hey, hey, I hope to see you out there soon. We, we you know, uh, we message. Maybe we'll see each other out there at Mad Monster Party or, or in Atlanta or something. We'll see. I don't know. Uh, but shouts out to you. Thank you so much for the support. Nick Hogleg Poncio, you know what's up. Wink, wink, smile. Code man to Cody Jacks. I appreciate you so much, brother. I hope you're doing well uh, and everything is great out there. You sent me a very funny picture of a, a doormat the other day that said Lottie Dottie on it. And I uh, we had a good chuckle about that. Uh, shouts out to Jessica Reeves. Thank you, my darling, for all your support. I appreciate you. And uh, I hope you're doing well out there. And I uh, hope to see you soon. Jamie Gucker. Good to see you always rocking out, reading and rocking, rocking and reading. Uh, I love you bunches. Thank you so much for your support. And uh, lastly, but not leastly, Hugo Camacho, the man. 
What's up, dude? Shouts out to you. Thank you, sir. Uh, Running Oranesius Press. Check that out. And uh, I love you all so much. So if you'd like to get a shout out or, or have your even your your uh, business or whatever you do supported uh, on my podcast, you can join my Patreon and I will do that for you. Uh, so go to patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. Uh, and you can even join the $1 beer club. That's a dollar a month. And you get access to the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast with that. And, uh, and, and as well as anything else I throw up there on the wall. But uh, thank you for any support and all support and just for listening to this uh, here podcast. So thank you guys. So yeah, it's been a pretty great week, uh, I would say. You know, um, my my new book, Mage of the Hell Mouth, is out there on Grindhouse Press. Uh, seems to be getting some good responses. I appreciate everyone who's checked it out so far and read it. And uh, if you have read it, and you want to throw up a little review on Amazon and Goodreads for me, that'd be that'd be awesome. But uh, I appreciate you checking it out. All the the special edition pre orders have gone out. They've shipped. If you're hearing this and you ordered one, you should have gotten a confirmation that it shipped and and just know that you're hearing my voice uh it's out there in the mail somewhere coming to you i um yeah and that was uh and i do apologize like you know we, we explained about um how the the printing thing was taking a long time for for some reason right now um but i did i did predict they'd go out at the end of january and that they did i put together all those boxes this was fun i um I was really happy with the way these this whole thing turned out and the, and the presentation of it, and I hope that when people start getting them, you'll post them and, and show kind of, kind of what I'm talking about. But I I did these all in boxes, so I I was waiting. I had some of the stuff prepped, right? Like I had um uh the the print the the special edition the art print that I signed all those and numbered them and put them in the sleeves uh, beforehand. Those were ready to go. I had the um this the 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 packaging the way i was uh, presenting the dice and the uh iridescent sticker those were in, in the package ready to go just grab and put in <clears throat> and uh i had the bookmarks as well the 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 metal bookmarks the only thing i didn't have was the book so i'm just waiting for the book and uh and i got these boxes and this tissue paper this whole thing like you know and uh i get the books on uh, what was it? Maybe Monday? No, when did I send these out? Thursday. So I guess Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday night. That's right. Wednesday night. I the books show up at my house. Now I don't like Amazon deliveries. We they're they come like all times of the day. Uh, I'm sure that's the same for everybody. I imagine or mo- or most people. <clears throat> Cause we'll get like trucks dropping shit off at like eight in the morning sometimes. And like when it says you get the notification, it says like, uh, as late as 9 PM, like they mean that shit. So I believe these, you know, arrived sometime around like eight o'clock or shortly after that, uh, the, the copies of major, the Hellmouth that I was waiting for. And I was like, Oh hell yeah. So I got them, you know, open the box, checked them out. Cool. Next day I get up at, I got up at 5 AM, uh, the next morning and I, I start putting together all these boxes and, uh, the boxes weren't hard to, to put together. They're just a folding thing, but p- actually putting the, the thing together. And ev- like I said, everything was ready to go, but I had to uh, still sign and number the books. And I was personalizing, you know, the, the, the books. And I didn't want to write like the same thing, like have a great summer or whatever. See you next. You know, I didn't want to do something generic like that. So I tried to do cool things and um, different stuff and mix it up. But I, uh, at the end of it, you know, it, it, like three hours later, I have this stack of, of boxes of all the pre-orders that's, you know, uh, um, 
pretty it's you know almost as tall as me i don't know uh not that tall actually but but damn sorry that bong got me but uh yeah so i had those all together and uh in uh, my ups store here by my house shouts out to them uh uh sarah she's awesome she runs it and uh they open at 8 30 so i i was like hmm i don't no, and plus it was already. I mean, I I finished like I said. It took me right at three hours or a little over three hours. So it was eight thirty as I was like sealing the last box. So yeah, and so I wasn't sure if it was a good idea for me to like go early, like as soon as they open, to come with a bunch of boxes to send, or <clears throat> or if I should wait. I, I or I, I wasn't sure when a good time was because I I go to this UPS store quite a bit. Right. And um, and, you know, they do they do good business, which is great. You know, they're they're in like uh, they're, you know, like I said, they're right at the front of my neighborhood. They're in this neighborhood area. So a lot of people are in there sending stuff a lot. Uh, a lot of times when I'm in there, they're busy. Like the when I went there a couple of weeks ago, the line was out the door because they can't have, you know, the, that's a restrict how many people in there. And you have to stand on the six foot dots and all that kind of stuff. So I got there and I was like, you know, there was a couple that was the first couple outside the door and I was like behind them but uh I was super super high so I didn't care I was stoned to the bone I just like stood out there and like looked at the flowers and thought about you know the flowers so uh yeah so they, they get busy is what I'm saying so I didn't want to I was like man this is already a big task and I'm sure they do shit like this because there's people sending like eBay stuff out all the time there's people sending subscription stuff out all the time you know of course they see this kind of thing but you know here I have uh, 17 packages because there was 20 pre-orders. Uh, one uh, was hand I hand delivered, and then there were uh, two other ones that somebody ordered two. Uh, so they were in you know the same box. But so I have all these boxes, and I and uh, I take my 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 little wagon. I have this very cool wagon actually that my mother got me. Uh, that I take it to all my conventions. This is like how I get my shit in and out. It's like a this canvas. It's made of canvas, like heavy, heavy duty canvas wagon, but it collapses. You pull it up from the middle. It's very cool, and it's on wheels, and it has like a handle. It's it's awesome. Uh, so I, I I took my you know my con stuff out of that and and loaded these boxes into it, and you know throw them in the old car there. And I was like, well, <clears throat> I didn't want to go right away because it was opening, and I was like, I don't know like if right at opening time is the best time to come in because I thought about like my Starbucks days and I was like, yeah, it, it, it was like kind of a pain in the ass when you're trying to get things ready in the morning. Like you're still, you know, things are, even after you open, you're still doing little shits and, and prepping things. And it would suck if somebody came in with like a, a big order or like uh travelers. We, we do these coffee travelers. That's like, you know, it's like a gallon of coffee to go in this, you know, mylar pouch that's in a little box. And we would sell those all the time because we were by school. We were across the street from a school and there were other schools around us. So teachers get that kind of shit all the time. And, you know, we would prefer they be called in because they take a while. You have to brew a bunch of coffee, especially if somebody gets a bunch of them. And a lot of times people would call them in and we could prep them the night before. And then while we were doing our opening stuff in the morning, we would actually be brewing that coffee before the store was open to fill those so they're ready, you know, that kind of thing. But 
we would get people who just like you know we turn on the lights at five five oh two some guy pull, would pull up and is fucking smelling like brute and his gold fucking watch and gold bracelet and you know and his tie on white shirt and going to his sales pitch meeting or whatever and it's like hey hey guys how you doing hey you got those travelers yeah let me get six of those you're like god damn it you know and then you're always like you try to like sometimes i'd be like okay that's uh that's gonna take us a little bit you need them right now or you gonna come what time are you gonna come back and get them and uh sometimes they'd be like oh you can't you can't do them right now and but we'd be like yeah i can but it's just gonna take time so you'd always kind of want them to be like okay uh well you know what let me call you. Let me come back. Let me, you know, and hopefully they would just go somewhere else. Uh, I know that's not good business, but a lot, most of the time, do like 90% of the time they're like, oh yeah, go ahead. I got, I can wait. I'll sit here. Let me get a, you know, a coffee and I'll sit out here. And that's the guy that's like walking around the lobby, drinking his coffee, pacing and talking loudly into the phone. Like, yeah, Don. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm on the way. Like, here's the thing though. We got the price about like, it's that guy, you know? And it's, um, it, it, it was annoying. So I, I was like, well, I don't want to be that guy. Let me, uh, <clears throat> let me wait. So I took a shower and, you know, kind of drank some coffee, uh, and I, I rolled in there about, uh, 1030 ish, I would say, you know, I, I waited a little bit. I show up and I, I pull in the, I pull in the wagon, <laughs> I pull in this wagon with this, my wagon behind me full of boxes and uh, the the woman that's working comes out from the back. She's like, hey, how are you? And I see, I, you could see her face drop for a moment when she saw I have this wagon with me. And she's like, oh, ah, hey. And I was like, hey, I know uh, this is a lot and I'm sorry, but they're all, if it makes it easier, they're all medium male and they're all the same. Like they were the same box, same size. You know, there's no other things. They're all going like that. But still, she has to put in the addresses. It's, it, it, and I was like, just... Uh, she was like, is it okay? Like, uh, I can, uh, she, cause she was like, she kept looking. She's like, ah, like she was waiting for some, like she was looking for somebody to come in. I thought maybe like the, the next person, the next shift person was going to come in like her second person help. Cause she's like, I'm here by myself. So if, if people start coming in, I'll have to, to stop and, and move over and help them. I was like, oh yeah, absolutely. Don't worry about that. Take your time. I have, I'm, I'm totally cool. Like just do what you got to do. I understand. But I was also careful because I didn't want to be, like, too cool about it <clears throat> because I've been on the other side of the counter, and I didn't want to be like, oh, yeah, take it. No, I got nothing to do. I'm just chilling. Hey, so what are you thinking? Oh, oh, don't worry about it. You are so good. Oh. You know, you don't want to be like that either because then the person's like, all right, dude, shut the fuck up. I get it. <clears throat> so, um, you know, so I'm like, you know, don't worry about it. Take your time. I, I, I just kind of, like sit there I'm uh you know each time they print it out I have to like verify the address and sign for each thing each thing I'm sending so she's doing that she's giving me the papers I'm signing and like a line of uh all of a sudden like five people walked in at once and got like a line formed and uh again like I saw that just just uh so just that expression I recognized so well of just like that kind of like look across her face of like "Ah, shit like because she's you know it's not like I the way I describe it because I do the same thing. It's not like uh, you're mad or anything. You're just like ah, it's like a stress, like almost your blood pressure shoots up because you're like I got all uh, this stuff. And I said, don't worry, but just help them. Uh, just take care of everybody. I'm actually gonna go get a cup of coffee and I'll be back. So I went down to some coffee shop that opened close uh, to that to the to the the place. 
Um, and it was fine. You know, I, I'm, I'm loyal to my slow pokes, which is around the corner from me here. So shouts out to them. But I was right there and I just walked down, took my time, got a cup of coffee, came back and she, you know, she was working back on my packages again. And then some people came in and she was bouncing back and forth. And, uh, then, and then, um, her second, her person came in and it was uh, actually the owner, Sarah. So it was good to see her. She had been on, uh, out of town visiting her family for about a month. And so I was like, Hey, what's up? She's like, Hey, and she's like, she started taking over those people. And then, and then the woman that was helping me so awesome, just like she knocked out all the packages and they had a line still. And I was like, if you want to just help knock out the line, I'm cool with that too. And she's like, no, 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 we're almost done. And she was so wonderful. So wow. Long story long, all the pre-orders have gone out. And, um, you know, it was a uh, it was a great experience. Uh, I, I know what it's like to definitely be on the other side of that counter, like I, I was relating earlier. So, yeah, so it was awesome, and hopefully, uh, you guys will see those packages soon. I know with media mail, it takes a couple extra days. Uh, it's not like just it's not like first class mail or anything like that. It's kind of like. I don't know. They put it in like a, a donkey cart or something, so it goes a little slower to you. I'm not quite sure, but it will get there. Needless to say, and it was uh, it was fun to put together. and And stay tuned for more of those dice. Uh, I'm going to be making some more of those dice for sure in the in the future. Not the ones that come with the Mage of the Hellmouth. These will be completely new. Those are one shot only. I'm not making any more of those, but I'm going to have different colored dice. Uh, I'm going to have some 20 sided playable dice. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, uh, so check out the website and, and such for that. Also, uh, by the time this is up, when you're listening to this on Monday, uh, if, if you're listening to it, there will be a few copies, uh, paperback copies of major, the Hellmouth on my website on jo- the John Wayne is dead.com shop. Uh, I haven't had them in there cause I didn't have any, but um, I have some, the the ones I have. I have my convention stuff allocated, um, but I have some that I can that I am going to put up on the website. So if you would like to get one of those uh, straight from me, and I'll, I'll sign it for you and all that kind of good stuff, and send you some extra love because I love you. So those will be up by the time you're listening to this episode, and uh, and I thank you. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been a pretty that that it's been a pretty that. Pretty good week, um, you know, as far as mailing things goes. Uh, other than that, I've been, you know, watching uh, a lot of Western still. I watched Once Upon a Time in the West and the original Django the other night with Nick P, back to back. Now, not not Django Unchained, the Quentin Tarantino one, the original one. It's uh, Sergio. Fuck. It's not Sergio Leone. It's the other guy, the guy below him. Anyway. Uh, as far as quality goes, but still a good filmmaker. I don't. I forget his name. Anyway, the but the original Django, like Django, apparently is a is a, a character like a James Bond type character. He's just like in different adventures, except usually it's not even the same person playing him and stuff. He's just like this character. But the first one, I really wanted to watch because uh, Nick was telling me about it. He drags around this coffin behind him everywhere he goes, and uh, it was very cool imagery and. Um, you know, and I don't want to ruin what's in the coffin, but you know, it's Marcellus Wallace's soul, everybody. Ha ha. So that was cool. Uh, I am doing a lot of research, uh, for, for a writing project. So I, I am uh, devouring these things. And, uh, you know, also I just want to, uh, bring up, I, I read because I'm reading a lot of stuff too. I just, uh, finished my man, Christopher Triana's, uh, splatter Western book, the 13th coyote. And I know we're buddies and stuff, and we we have a podcast, and 
we uh, do stupid shit together and, and hang out. But one thing that we are, if anything else, is uh, brutally honest with each other. And, you know, nobody, you know, I've said it before, nobody gains anything having smoke blown up their ass. But, you know, we respect each other greatly and, and would not lie or, or just or sugarcoat anything. That being said, the 13th Coyote is um, excellent. Uh, I I called it, messaged him right after uh, I finished reading it. I had a great time with that book. Even if you're not particularly like into westerns, I just I just have to say, give it a shot. If you like if you like a, a good story with you know uh, action and horror elements, uh, you know to it, and and you you won't even really realize it's a way you like you can get through that if you if you're if you're uh, having aversion to westerns so good uh some of these scenes are so vividly written that um i i, I could just like see them play out so i just you know i just want to give a, a shout out to my man because uh, he is my great friend and he is a great writer so if you haven't checked out the splatter punk western series coming out through death's head press uh, you know, I, I highly recommend it. All of them are great. Um, and, and Chris is like, I just finished it. It's, it's a hell of a read. It's a big, big baby of a book. Uh, big baby. It's like a baby arm, uh, of a burrito, if you will, 500 pages, but well worth it. Excellent book. Anyway. Um, I think that without further ado, we'll actually move on here to our, our three card tarot, uh, reading of the week. So as you uh, know or don't know, I do a three cartel reading on myself at the top of the before the show actually um, every week, and uh, I just kind of write down my thoughts beforehand, what's going through my mind, what I'm I'm working on, what I've been milling over, all that kind of good stuff, and then kind of get a fresh perspective through uh, you know the prism of the cards, if you will. Uh, that's the way I I, I like to put it. So um, <clears throat> this week I wrote down uh, for my the things on my mind, you know. Uh, time management slash scheduling. Now, last week we talked, I talked about how I was going to start laying out a schedule like time-wise for myself, like between this hour and this hour, I'm going to do this and and update you on it. So here's the update. Um, I didn't do it every day, but I will have to say in this experiment, the days that I did do it and stuck with like from this hour to this hour, it was uh, incredible. It was an incredibly productive day. Not that I'm not productive anyway, but it 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 was uh, better. I, I saw how it worked better uh, for me in in some sense, in some certain instances. Other a couple other days, I did it for like half of the day because there's some days that things are just going to be harder for me to manage time wise like that than other days because I have things that just kind of come up or. Uh, you know, some things just end up taking longer and and have to be done that kind of stuff. So it in a in in summation uh i am going to be implementing more of that and that's why that's been on my mind uh you know managing my time and and schedule and scheduling and like the time management part like you know i i was uh for example i was i was editing a pot one of the podcasts and i had it you know blocked off on my on my uh dry erase board here from uh, you know, X to, to two o'clock, you know, I, I, 1230 to two. And then I had a, a podcast with somebody immediately after that. So, uh, I'm, I'm just working away and I kept looking up at the clock, like, you know, at my, on my computer, but not in a bad way. I was like, Oh man, I'm actually like making good time here, you know, but it kept me motivated rather than, 
you know, being like, eh, I got 30 minutes before this podcast. I guess I'm going to just like kind of chill out and read or let me go, you know, grab some beers and bring them back. You know, I just like there wasn't any kind of time where I could, you know, not that I'm easily distracted, but I don't know. It's like those things where you're like, you, if you add up all these little bit of time that you waste, you get more time. I'm obsessed with time. I'm sorry. But that's that's what what was on my mind. Um, that uh, keeping a relentless focus and follow through then. And I wrote after that, finish the things I'm doing without stopping early for no reason. Kind of like what I just said. And another example of that was, you know, I've been talking about how I'm drawing this tarot deck uh, right now. And it's it's um it's it's awesome. I'm having a great time doing it. It is a tremendous undertaking because there are 72 cards and I, you know, of course I'm hold, you know, I hold them to a certain standard that I'm, you know, I want them all to have while I'm drawing them. I don't want to get burned out or, or just start like get to the end and they're just like scribbles and stick figures by then. Uh, I want to keep the quality high for every single card. And, you know, so I'm, I'm, they, they take a little t- more time than I would like, and I, or I could get some done faster than others. But what I've been doing when I've been working on these a lot of times is I, I, I'm almost done or I'm halfway done. And I just kind of like, uh, I'm just done right now. And, and I get it. Sometimes you have to take a break and, and get away from the stuff you're doing for a little bit for, for your own well being. And I'm speaking about myself as well. But, um, like last night, I was, doing a, a card and I, I I almost did that like four times but that but the first time I I got up and I was actually gonna put my my stuff away for for a bit or even for the night I I was like getting up and I get, got a water and stuff and I was like but what the fuck am I gonna do like what else am I gonna do put on there's nothing I want to why if I put on something I might as well sit and draw while I'm watching it I'm only gonna halfway watch it anyway so I just uh just powered through all those things like any any of those thoughts where I was like gosh I can finish all this shading tomorrow nope do it do it do it and so I just stuck with it and you know it it wasn't long it didn't take a long time it wasn't hard it wasn't like I was like oh oh." I was I was like super glad that I just stuck with it for the extra hour or whatever it took and just finished it then and that's the way I want to be more uh kind of minded and geared towards the things that I'm doing in that, especially with this, the scheduling things, managing my time better. So, um, you know, so that and organization, all that go, kind of goes uh, hand in hand and my always my planning for the future. So the first card that I've got uh, today was the Queen of Cups reversed. Oh, I also forgot to say I do a card of the day reading on my uh, Instagram every day at John Wayne is dead. So it's just a quick two minute card of the day reading. I have a lot of fun. So uh, check it out. But now, so back to this reverse, the queen of cups reversed. So this card is when this card is in this reverse position, it's uh, possibly because we have emotionally uh, drained ourselves recently in that we are just, you know, in helping someone or, or multiple people, uh, emotionally and being there for support and <clears throat> we're great at, at listening and wanted to take care of people but some t- somewhere recently along the way we've given a, just way too much of that uh, of ourselves away and we've been so busy with that you know we've kind of neglected ourselves in a sense so 
you know, we, we need to be able to disengage for a while and, and take care of ourselves, you know, re, rejuvenate, if you will, because, you know, if you have nothing left to give, then <clears throat> you're no good to anybody, uh, including yourself. We've talked about that before. You know, it's it's a put you in a could put you in a bad space. So, you know, it's it's it, it's important to communicate to these people that you may be, you know, giving a lot of that, you know, you're there for them. But you can't you're you're not there to take their problem on for them or take on the emotional burden of their issue and you know it's okay to say i'm going to uh, have some alone time for a while or i i i need to step away from this problem for a while or how even if you have to make a, 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 a excuse like i have to uh, my i cut my foot earlier and my shoe is filling up with blood i have to go over here even if you have to do that um just uh, be there for them, but not in that same capacity is what this is trying to say. If we continue on that, it's just going to further uh, drain us. So, um, and in uh, furthermore, in that, this could also indicate that we have. So this can, you know, it, it can be about a, a relationship, like romantically, of course. But this also is referring to, you know, what I was just talking about—the the person or people we may be giving too much of ourselves to, because we we can get wrapped so wrapped up in that. Like I said, that we uh, ha- develop like a, this codependent relationship. We we've entangled ourselves, if you will, so much in this other person and this other person's drama or whatever it may be. Um, you're, it's dictating your life. For some reason, your, your existence is now dependent upon this or, or, uh, tied up in this or, you know, you're weirdly validating yourself through this other thing. It's, it's those things that we need to realize, okay, we need to, you know, if that's, if that's, that's another symbol or symbol, that's another like sign. If that's happening, we need to step away a, a healthy detachment, if you will, uh, you know, because like I said, we only have so much of ourselves to give. And of course, we deserve to, uh, you know, get that back, you know, have that that's a two way street, it should be a lot of times, uh, more often than not, unfortunately, it isn't, uh, you know, and if we can't bring, uh, maybe communicate that at the moment, uh, it's time to just be take care of ourselves. And like I said, even if you have to say, you know, uh, my, my, girlfriend in Niagara Falls. Hey, you probably don't want to tell your girlfriend here that or uh you know whatever. It's 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 important to you right now, your mental health and your emotional health. Uh also when this card is in the reverse position, it's it's tell it's trying to tell us that our intuition is is in is trying to tell us something or is in like a uh, position that it needs to communicate something with us or or we sh- but we're not we're not listening because we're too busy uh with these other things that we've committed ourselves to other people so this is another reason to step away and have some time to reconnect with your intuition and listen to your inner voice because again we could kind of blot that out if we're just tuned in to this other person's problems and issues and 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 drama and life and situations you know then we we just hear that when our intuition is telling us, okay, you know, you need probably, you know, don't forget about yourself. Don't get caught up in this. This isn't you. This isn't, you know, we, we can't hear it anymore. So we need to just, uh, you know, reconnect with that. And, um, uh, and then one other aspect of this card I wanted to go over is to be careful. We're, uh, not letting our heart rule over our head, other, uh, i.e. your emotions kind of dictate all of your actions. Um, 
you know, uh, sometimes I understand that happens. Sometimes it's un, uh, you can't help it. Um, and I, this is a big thing that I had, but, uh, you know, when you don't, you know, if, if you can lose perspective and that, that's what I wanted to give an example of. So when I was, <clears throat> I've talked about my time at Starbucks a lot, you know, when I was a manager, I was a manager for 10 years, I definitely managed with my heart more than my head. And, uh, it, you know, it required probably a lot more sacrifice on my part than was necessary. And it was, but, but it had its, its, uh, returns in, in, uh, great, like greatly. Like, so it was, wor- it was always worth it, but here's the thing, like letting your heart take over your head. So I had an employee, uh, or a partner as they call them who I hired, who was like, Hey, our, my friend needs a you know job, this guy. And he's just like this kind of stonery kid, uh, you know, just goof, like, you know, just look like always like, kind of, yeah, man, you know, so I, I was like, yeah, I'll give this guy a shot. So I hire him and it, it like this guy gives me like a hundred thousand reasons to fire him within like his first few months or something like he can't get there on time. Uh, he's, you know, not, he's taken a long ass time to get good at doing things like making drinks and then when he does he's not fast he's like not I I don't know there was all these issues and you know when I I but I was given I I just I would give him chance oh man he's just okay and like I would try to solve the problem right and say okay when can you get here that you're gonna be here on time like it's it's clear you can't work anything that has an a.m. after it because you're not gonna be here uh but uh, you know, let's switch you to only closes, and and you know how can I work with you to make sure? And he and he only was like, well, one p.m. is I can be here by one p.m. for sure, you know. And it wasn't even a week had gone by that he was late for that shift. Turns out, you, you know, and also there was things like where he was like just going to sleep on his breaks and and not coming back for a while because he was sleeping. No one could find him, things like that. And a lot of it was not necessarily being directly communicated to me um or if it was it was being spun in some way uh because you know this i think as as aggravated as as this was for everybody aggravating people still were like you know wanted to help as well now the thing is if i found out is this guy you know he he uh had a, a problem with uh opiates and you know and heroin and was just basically nodding out on on the shift a lot and that that's what the issue was and that's why he couldn't get to work on time ever because he would just be nodded out and um if i you know and that and that i lost perspective like if i would have used my head in these situations and not my heart then i could have solved the problem instead of putting my staff through uh, months of having to deal with this uh, employee who just couldn't, who was basically like having a nobody else there. Uh, if, you know, if I would have used my head, I would have had the right perspective to say like, okay, you know, you can't get here on time. You're not working. You don't know the drinks after X amount of time. We're going to have to let you go. So I actually did end up firing him, uh, because I was like, Hey dude, you know, next time you're late, you're fired. That's it. You, you, that this is too far and this gone gone on too long. And, you know, Fucking, I was like two days later. He showed up thirty minutes late, and I just said, "Hey, you know, you know what this is." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh yeah." I was like, "You're gone, man. Sorry." 
And unfortunately, it's a very sad story. He did end up overdosing and dying uh, from heroin. He moved away, and uh, it was very sad. But uh, this is a, just an example I wanted to say of, like, you know, we, we can lose so much perspective when we let our emotions rule completely. So we have to sift through that. That's why we need to be connected with our intuition. That's why we need to... Uh, separate ourselves from the situation if we're too close to it sometimes. So I know that was kind of a long explanation through that one, but uh, I just you know wanted to touch on those those points uh, specifically. So next card I got four reversed, four of wands reversed, all reverses today. So when the four of wands uh, is reversed, it's uh, suggesting that we are uh, at a time when we have just uh, reached an achievement or a goal. Um, uh, you know, or a, a, a landmark or whatever on on the on the path to the goal, and uh, we're okay. So we've reached this goal, and instead of uh, this isn't something that we're shouting from the rooftops. There, there we go. That's that's a good way to put it. We're, this is something that it's like a personal goal of ours, right? That we are like, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna prove it to myself that I'm gonna do it. And 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 you did it. This isn't like you're going on Twitter and like I'm gonna start my fucking novel today. Oh, and I'm gonna try to get three thousand words. Hashtag am writing. And then you come back two hours later and say, Well, I eked out fifty words today. But that's better than I shut up. Nobody is like you know. I, I'm sick of that. I don't I'm like that. But this is something. If you had that personal goal, if you had that goal to like, I'm starting my novel today, and I. I'm going to write 350 words, you know, which is not an incredibly lot, a, a large amount. But if that if you're starting and that's your goal that you set for yourself, you, you know, and you say that you're going to do it and then you do it, you you yes, you absolutely uh, should feel good about that and and reward yourself, you know, in, in whatever way you see fit. You don't need to, like, you know yell it out to everybody this this is for yourself this is to to kind of like these things i look at them uh as it's a kind of a reaffirming to yourself that i can still do this if you're having doubt or discouragement come in you know no, i got i got this look i can do this i can set my mind to these things i can say i'm gonna do this i do it i reach this goal and you know what good for me but i'm on to the next one you know uh that's the way I kind of look at them. They're, they, they're, they're reaffirming, they're motivating. Uh, to me, I like to say, you know, for me, I'll, I'll, I'll say, uh, it's working. I'll always kind of be like, yep, yeah, it's working. It's working. That That's one of my like affirmations. I tell myself, um, this is all, uh, also like, uh, you know, this doesn't have to be a, uh, goal of something that we're trying to achieve, like within our, our life or career, or art, uh, this can be, you know, that you've reached an achievement emotionally with yourself, you know, maybe you've had uh, depression, or you, you haven't uh, been able to accept yourself or feel like you, you don't know who you are. But right now, for whatever reason, you, you've achieved this sense of balance with who you are. And that also is, is a, an achievement in itself. That is also something that you're like, Okay, I got it. You're not necessarily running out there to tell everyone like, "I got it. I got it." Yeah. Um also on the other side of this though, be careful uh it, this could also indicate uh the, the there's a lack of harmony and communication in your relationships with family, family members, loved ones. Uh again, this this is um going back to our Queen of Cups. This has to deal with you know if you have tension with family members and you're getting caught up in their problems, 
and therefore further entangled and, and nothing is getting solved and you're now you're all of a sudden part of something that has nothing to do with you so i just want to make sure we touched on that that's kind of like the uh, the the side of the card we need to watch out for and and it, it folds right into our, our queen of cups that we had so Last card, the sun reversed. I said, that's what I said, full reversey, everybody. So, um, this uh, this card, when it's the sun is reversed, this is it's ne- it's never a negative card. First of all, the sun is never a negative card. Um, you know, it 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 may have some obstacles that it, it speaks of, but it is a positive card overall. And especially, you know, we have it as our last card, so it's kind of like we're leaving on an uplifting note. But this card is about letting your uh, inner child come out or spend some time um, away from whatever is your normal hubba bubba hubba bubba uh, hustle and bustle. That's what I want to say uh, of life to take take some time to just do whatever like, you know, go go fuck off, uh, you know, skip school like you would if you were a kid or go you know, have a picnic in the park or go get drunk in the afternoon something like that like this is all about letting you know your your inner child out maybe maybe because like in the four of wands that we just had you've reached a personal goal or milestone and you know you're celebrating with yourself and and that and you're going to do that by getting drunk in the afternoon i don't know one of these things i said it could be you know celebration bitches um it also this this could see that uh on on another side it is reversed it, it could be that you are like i said it's negative necessarily but if you're you're having a hard time seeing the bright side just at the moment because of some recent setbacks uh some things that have maybe dampened your enthusiasm um and 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 those are those are just the obstacles that come along our path these are the things that we have to deal with um but n- nonetheless like know that especially with the the sun card if this is like kind of a, a little cloud that's descending upon you it, it's a temporary thing um this is something that we just have to put our mind to to get through and it's it's temporary so we don't have to start uh woe is me in on this but you know if we can if we've been through these obstacles before like i said we draw on that past knowledge and then we can bypass that to- totally together uh all together and um we could all get drunk in the afternoon together It'll be great. So there we go. Uh, that's our tarot reading for today. I got a lot out of that. I hope you did as well. Um, and if you'd like to learn more about tarot, like I said, I do a three card, or not a three card, I do a card of the day reading on my Instagram every morning, at uh, John Wayne is dead. So follow me there and you can check that out every dang day. Now, uh, on to our story, I think, portion of the of the show without without further ado and um you know this story i was actually came to my mind uh the other night i forgot even what i was talking to nick p about but i remembered it and i it was relevant to what we were saying because i told him the story and then i was like i didn't remember that so i can tell it but uh this story is about you know being young and uh you know trying to be you know uh, trying to be taught a lesson of of honesty and uh and and then learning that uh you know it's it sucks so this, this, this story is called uh, $5 and Serpentor. So when I was a kid, um, you know, I, I played with a lot of toys uh, of, my, of my time, if you will. 
probably, I believe, the first uh, action figure that I was uh, into is Masters of the Universe, the He-Man. Now, um, and I know my, you know, my mom listens to all of these, and I know she's the corrections department. So if I, you know, misstep from from the facts, she will call me and let me know. Mom, thank you for that. Uh, so you know, but this is uh gonna be in my recollection. So, you know, so I loved Masters of the Universe and He Man, and I know that was the first toy like action figure type of thing I played with, I believe. But uh, after that, on the heels of my Masters of the Universe, um. Uh, foray, if you will, I got into G.I. Joe, a real American hero. And um, and I believe it was shortly after we had moved to Texas uh, that I got into G.I. Joe. I do remember that the first G.I. Joe I ever um, got was Shipwreck. And I believe, man, I really have a clear memory of this, unless I'm just stupid. You know, I know I smoke a lot of weed and my brain is covered in a thin candy shell of malted hops and bong resin but i do remember i believe my mom taking me to the toys r us and you know i got i was like i want this gi joe that was like my first one shipwreck i got him and then after that i started you know piling them on pretty good it was like gi joe for this gi joe for that and i started to collect them now uh, of course it was a you know a cartoon show which uh you, you drilled it into your your little kid head that you needed to have them and as we all found out later those just turned out to be uh 30 minute commercials for toys and that's why they had to put those psas at the end i'm sure everybody knows this by now but yeah with those like the more you know or like uh you know that knowing is half the battle they had to put those because uh they had to have something in there that was uh, pseudo educational or pseudo responsible or something because this was just a commercial for toys basically. So, uh, and I fell for it, like, like most people. And, uh, you know, with, uh, G.I. Joe was cool because they had all these special, like, things that, uh, they started adding these, like, special characters that you couldn't buy in the store. So this is, like, kind of, uh, my introduction into the variant character, if you will. If you don't know what variant is, that's when, uh, say, like, in a Funko Pop, like, um, you know, I got the, the Patrick Bateman from American Psycho, but they also have very limited, you know, kind of hidden ones of the same exact toy, but it's, but the, the raincoat he's wearing is covered in blood and that's a variant, right? So, so that's a good example of one. Um, so they would have these and they had, like, I remember one of them, it, this is how you got them too. This is so, so far before the internet or anything like that. You had to cut uh, and save the proof of purchases which is the the barcode, the UPC code on the back of the GI Joe toys that you bought, vehicles and figures, and so you know the, if if it was a vehicle, it was worth a couple more Joe points or whatever the fuck. And they would have these specials where it'd be like, okay, like for instance, the first one I think I ever did was the hooded Cobra Commander. So Cobra Commander, you know, he's the leader of the bad guys, and in the show, he's he's wearing a a hood sometimes, but then he's wearing like a helmet. And the one that they sold in stores, he's wearing this helmet. But you could save up your box tops or whatever and send in and get the hooded Cobra Commander. And I did, that's the first thing I sent out for that I remember. And it, 
you know, and it takes four fucking ever, dude. Like, you know, it's like, please allow six weeks, six to eight weeks for delivery. I mean, you're talking, it can give it to three months later. Uh, you, your thing finally gets to you. Can you imagine that now? It seems awful. But back then it was different. So I remember getting it so super excited to, to get my Hooded Cobra Commander. I believe I had it for two days before my sister uh, broke the head off of it. Uh, sorry, Carrie, you did it. Shouts out to you. Strap it on, like Sheila, but you broke my my toy. And this is the thing about G.I. Joe's is that there was a screw in the back, so you could unscrew them and put kind of put them back together because there was like this rubber band inside that, that held their joints tight, like held it all together. It was weird. But once you did that, it never was the same. Like the shit would hang loose. You could never get it as tight as the factory seal, I guess. So even though I tried to put the head back on using that method, it was just ruined, and I was so uh, upset. But that's not what the story's about. The story's about um, another character that I, I, I got into. See, they they introduced a whole different level of Cobra to GI Joe one on one day. You're just like, what the hell? Uh, called Cobra Law, and that was run by Serpentor, who, and these are like, I don't know, I forget how they even did this. I think they brought him back from a dimension, another dimension, or resurrected him, but he was kind of like an Egyptian snake half-deity or something that brought his uh, undead soldiers to help Cobra, and they were going to band together and take over, and Serpentor, like, he had this huge hooded cobra thing that you know was over his his head and on his back and then he he rode this uh i don't know this like flying chariot type of thing that was all snake like it was cool and uh i wanted it so bad and my buddy uh one of my buddies i believe i told the story about kicking him in the balls before man was his name uh he had it and uh he or maybe my friend dane i can't remember uh but one of those guys in the apartment had it and you know, of course I coveted after it. So one day, uh, we're leaving to go to school. Now my mom, uh, you know, we'd go to, you know, which had to take us to school then. I'm, I'm not sure. My mom probably remembers. Maybe she walked us to the bus. I can't remember. Uh, but the thing I do remember is where we leave our apartment and we're walking through the complex, you know, on the sidewalk. And, uh, I'm, I'm like in front of the group, me and my sister, brother, and mom, uh, maybe. Yeah. And then, there's a $5 bill right there on the sidewalk in front of me. And I'm like, oh, shit. Five. Now, you know, of course, I'm in like second grade or first grade, something like that. So this might as well have been $1,000 that I was seeing on the ground, right? So I pick it up. I'm like, oh, should I have $5? Mom, I found $5. And my mom being the, the you know, trying to instill a high level of morality and, and everything inside of me, she's like, oh, okay, um, well, it's not yours. You found it, but it belongs to somebody who's probably looking for it. So we need should we need to turn it in. And I was like, turn it into who? She's like, we should turn it into the the front office of the apartments and see if somebody claims it. And you know, right now, I'm sure you're even listening to this going, what the f- who's coming to the office to look for their lost five dollars? Look, even back then, no one was doing that, right? But but I get the lesson that she was trying to to do here. So go in the apartment, and even like <laughs> I think even like the manager ladies were like, "You're 
what what now do you want us to do with this and you know my mom's like walking him through it he found this five dollars and uh we want to turn it in and see you know so if it's lost someone can claim their five dollars they're like oh okay and so then they said tell you what if no one claims it in seven days you can have it and i was like really my mom was like that's yeah that's if that's what they do then you then that's the thing and i was like oh shit i'm gonna get five dollars and uh you know and, and even though there was no chance of anybody going to ask them for five dollars but in my mind back then i was like oh my god please nobody every day i was like do not go ask for the five dollars please no one ask for the five dollars and uh you know and i'm waiting i'm waiting and uh all the while i'm waiting i'm thinking about what i'm going to spend my five dollars on you know it's just oh what am i gonna buy riches galore i can't wait uh but i have my sights set on this serpentor guy with character which is his flying chariot and shit and um and i'm just thinking about now outside of this possible five dollars i might i might be getting at the end of the week i don't have a lot of uh, walking around money at this age i, I maybe have like a, a, a paper dollar and uh, a bunch of loose change in some kind of bank situation that i have like uh you know not a piggy bank but something like that so i'm not like you know I'm not used to having this kind of dough around, if you know what I mean. So I, um, I, I'm just every day waiting. And my one of my friends, uh, it might have, it might have been this dude Dane, actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, because he had a lot of GI Joes, and uh, I, I was like, man, I think I want to buy. Uh, I want to buy Serpent. You know, of course, I told the story every day. I'm like, I still, I'm still waiting for it. But either he he told me uh, there was a mix up somehow through a communication with one of my friends who had this toy i got it into my head that it cost five dollars only like that was what i don't i don't know you're, i'm a kid i'm stupid i'm stupid now so i don't know how i get things in my head now but back then you know your kids i'm sure he was like yeah i'm pretty sure five dollars yeah 4.99 yeah tax and i'm like okay wow well i have some money too so you know i i can yeah, uh, you know, I'm covered tax and fine, you know, like and we have a very loose understanding of what paying tax on anything is, uh, just that when you go buy something for 99 cents, you really have to pay them a dollar 7, that's what it was or whatever. I don't know. That that was all we understood about it. So I was like, yeah, sure, I blah, 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 I have some money and then I get this $5. Then I'm going to make my dad take me to to Kmart and I'm going to get Serpentor and uh and that's it. And so the seventh day is here, and guess what? The seventh day happens to be um, the. How did this happen? Maybe it's a. Oh, I guess I found it on a Monday because the seventh day was a Sunday, and the office is not open on Sunday. So talk about a ball buster right there. I'm thinking like, all right, it's the seventh day. I'm gonna go there like in the afternoon, like after I'm sure we went to church or some shit. I'm like after lunch, I'm gonna go down to the office and just casually see because it's the seventh day, and you know, go down there, close. The office is closed on Sundays. Uh, I was like, oh fuck, or maybe it was open for a few hours. Either way, I missed it. So that was another nut nut kick for me. I had to wait another night. And then the other, the next day is Monday, so it's school. Um, so then, but but I do believe, if if memory serves me correct, I did m- make my mother and uh, stop by the office on the way to school again because hey, we dropped it off at that time, 
And uh, the first lady, she didn't know what the hell we were talking about when we walked in. And another lady in the back was like, oh, I remember. She's like, oh, yes, yes. Oh, you're the $5. Yes. Um, and then she, she has like a desk calendar thing on her desk. And she kind of peels it back and she takes this $5 bill out. And she's like, here you go. You're a very honest young man. No one claimed it. So it's yours. And I was like, yeah, I don't give a fuck about honesty. I want some Pentor, bitch. And um, so I go to school. And then it's it's even like I, I'm pretty sure I had to wait a couple more days because it wasn't just like, uh, you know, my dad, my dad would come home from work and I would be like, hey, welcome home. Let's go get a toy. You know, that just that shit didn't happen. You know, I, I know we were white, but nah, that I mean, you know, my dad come home from work and be like, I got a toy for you and I get you three of them. One to lose, one to break and one to shove up your ass um, or if a cleaner variant of that is one to lose, one to break, and one to throw away, so you can use either one of those. But so I, I believe it took a few days. It might even have taken to the to the next weekend before I could get, uh, you know, to go to the store to look at this this toy to get my toy. And after all this waiting, we go go to the GI Joe section, and I like find it, and it's not five dollars. Like, it's not even like $10. I think it's like $15 for this thing. It comes with a vehicle, you know, and, and the guy. And they didn't sell him separately. You can just buy Serpentor. He's like, this this thing. And I was like, I don't have enough. I'm my, you know, I think my, my dad parents are like, how much do you have? I'm like, I, since, I mean, I didn't even have half of it, you know, I'm like $6 and 15 cents. And they're like, well, guess you can't get it. And then like, I was like, what? What? What do you mean? I can't, I got this $5 and, yeah, the if it's not five dollars, then I guess you can't buy it then. And I was like, but, but I, 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 they're like, well, just save that five dollars, and you know, you do some chores and get some, earn some allowance money, and then you can come back and you can buy it uh, when you have the money. And I was like, okay, uh, you know, and of course I'm very upset about it, but I, I think like whatever, I probably made a. A stink for a minute or two uh but i guess i'd accept it or whatever because you know i was like oh, i'm gonna look at the toys and then of course by the end of our shopping trip i ended up spending the five dollars on something stupid probably like a you know i think re- the regular gi joe guys were three three bucks back then i probably bought that i probably even spent it on something even dumber than that like a bag of candy and a fucking i don't know paperweight jerk off toy I'm, I'm not quite sure but you know the thing is that I I had uh, the real here's another the final sack twist of this story is I I had to endure uh, this incomprehensible uh, amount of time to wait as a child to get this five dollars that I found on the ground and I wait all this time. I even get, you know, I get fucked on waiting an extra day for the office to open. Then I have to wait more days before I can get to the store and Instead of going home and waiting even longer to get that toy, I just blew all the fucking money right there. And you know what? I never got a Serpentor toy. Even in my adulthood, I have not owned a, a Serpentor. Uh, and you know, I don't know if uh, I don't know if I'm a better person for it. All right, there you go. Hey. You know, sometimes uh, patience is a virtue or a lesson or a pain in the ass, I guess. It just uh, really all depends on uh, what <laughs> the way you, which side you look at it from. But anyway, that was fun. Um, 
So thank you guys again for joining me for another week. I very much appreciate it so, so much. Please check out my brand new book, Mage of the Hellmouth, from Grindhouse Press, out now in uh, Amazon and Kindle and all that good stuff. Uh, I will have some copies up on the website today, the day this comes out. So check out johnwayneisdead.com slash shop if you want to get one from me, personalized, and and some extra goodies, as well as uh, all of my books are available there, and records and t-shirts and all kinds of good stuff. And uh, so you can support me in that way. Also, check out my Patreon, patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. Uh, if you'd like to uh, get one of the tiers going for yourself, you can get some goodies and you should uh, uh, you get access to the Awesome Dude for Life Moner bonus podcast. So and all of the back episodes and we're at like 58 or 59 now. So it's it's going good. So thank you. Uh, you can check me out there. Always <clears throat> follow me at John Wayne is dead on Instagram and Twitter and my name on the Facebook uh, I'll have to say that it's Cobra la 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 la